0: I'm going to be discussing the clinical management and treatment monitoring of acid sphingomyelinase deficiency. Dr. McGovern has provided an authoritative and comprehensive uh, description of the phenotype and the natural history. And that has been foundational for us to develop uh, a standard of care for how we uh, monitor patients over time uh, and ensure that they don't come to any harm from their acid sphingomyelinase deficiency. As you heard from Dr. McGovern, this is a multisystemic disease. And therefore, when we see patients in the clinic, we monitor growth and nutrition, uh, cardiac function, liver function, hematologic parameters, Uh, how severe the hepatosplenomegaly is. Uh, Thus, for example, if splenomegaly suddenly starts to get worse, it may indicate development of cirrhosis and portal hypertension. Pulmonary monitoring with lung function tests, chest X-ray, and clinical uh, symptom assessment is extremely important because, as you heard, lung is a very major target of the disease. Moreover, uh, we uh, include neurological assessments as well as in children developmental assessments. This is a metabolic disorder causing profound disturbance of lipid metabolism and thus uh, lipid uh, profile monitoring is uh, important at least annually. And we monitor musculoskeletal system and then Uh, Of course, we want to look uh, after the patient as a whole in a holistic manner, understanding the diverse impacts of living with a genetic disease and with a chronic disease. And so this is a wonderful table to give you a benchmark in the clinic, how often uh, these uh, assessments should be carried out. And so the ongoing management of liver disease is extremely important, uh, because as you heard from Dr. McGovern, the liver, along with the hematologic system, as well as the pulmonary system, are major targets of this devastating rare disease. Liver uh, disease is a major cause of morbidity and mortality in acid sphingomyelinase deficiency, uh, and it is primarily driven by the accumulation of sphingomyelin, as you have seen. Therefore, it becomes very important to avoid any core factors in patients so that we don't have additional contributing factors uh, in the progression of liver disease. And thus counseling and monitoring for alcohol use is very important. We advise patients not to have any alcohol Weight management is important because obesity and fatty liver disease superimposed on ASMD could amplify the rate at which the liver disease progresses. As the disease in the liver progresses, patients uh, develop portal hypertension and develop osophageal varices. And we can now prevent uh, uh, bleeding episodes with beta blockers. Uh, and this has been shown to be uh, transformative in care of patients with cirrhosis in general. There are a significant number of reports in the literature where patients' liver disease has progressed to liver failure and hepatic decompensation, and liver transplantation has been carried out as a life-saving procedure in these uh, uh, desperately ill patients. Here is uh, an example of one such uh, patient. As you can see on the right-hand side, a patient received a liver transplant, uh, uh, and at the time of transplant, uh, a patient had severe growth failure with height C-score of minus four. And over the next 20 and 40 months following liver transplantation, there was remarkable reversal of growth failure. Concomitantly, the hyperlipidemia, the high LDL cholesterol, declined uh, very nicely uh, after liver transplantation. Moreover, uh, the lung function improved. Uh, There was a trend towards improvement in lung function. And so, uh, This is a systemic therapy, uh, and uh, neurological delays have been typically unaffected by liver transplantation. But uh, uh, most certainly, it has saved the lives of these individual patients uh, from life-threatening liver failure. Managing splenomegaly is a significant issue when we see these patients in the clinic. Unfortunately, there are no satisfactory treatments. We caution patients uh, uh, to uh, reduce uh, contact sports, to decrease direct trauma to the spleen, to prevent spleen rupture. We do not recommend splenectomy in these patients because it will exacerbate uh, deposition of uh, the storage cells in other sites, such as the liver, and also would lead to acceleration of pulmonary disease. If necessary, due to massive splenomegaly uh, that may cause pressure symptoms and early satiety and uh, uh, malnutrition, splenectomy could be limited to partial splenectomy or uh, partial splenic embolization. The former is the more preferred approach in my practice. Management of cardiovascular system are a major component of uh, taking care of these patients with this chronic liver disease because of the atherogenic dyslipidemia and high frequency of premature coronary artery disease. Thus, we recommend there should be diet diet, uh, modification in consultation with registered diet to limit the intake of saturated fats and cholesterol. We recommend regular physical uh, activity in consultation with physical therapies to maintain the cardiovascular health. Lipid-lowering therapy for the atherogenic dyslipidemia is very important and could be based on current guidelines, including the use of statins or uh, the other types of uh, cholesterol-lowering therapies. If statins are used, of course, it is important to frequently monitor liver function to prevent, uh, to identify early on uh, early any onset of uh, statin induced liver injury. This uh, lipid storage disease uh, can result in deposition of storage cells in the heart valves, and that can eventually lead to valvular insufficiency, and that may require. Uh, pharmacotherapy according to current guidelines, underscoring the need for regular echocardiography to uh, monitor this aspect of uh, cardiac health. Management of lung dysfunction is one of the central pillars of taking care of of these patients. Again, uh, as with liver disease, we recommend lifestyle modification, Not to have any exposure, first or secondhand exposure to tobacco smoke, and avoid the use of electronic cigarettes. Supplemental oxygen and bronchodilators uh, uh, would improve the quality of life and dyspnea in these patients. Pulmonary infections are common in acid sphingomyelinase deficiency, and they should be managed promptly and preemptively, according to the guidelines for the general population. Improving growth in the children affected with estesfingomyelinase deficiency is very important, because if these children ad- enter adulthood, they have permanent impact of failure of growth in terms of low peak bone mice and other aspects. And so we provide standard counseling regarding lifestyle for skeletal loss. It is important to monitor uh, around 18 to 20 that uh, the patients have achieved a peak bone mass. And this can be aided significantly by dietary modification to ensure adequate vitamin D and calcium intake supplemented if necessary by calcium and vitamin D supplements weight-bearing exercise is extremely uh, beneficial for bone health and prevent bone loss. This is important because as we heard from Dr. McGovern, uh, fragility fractures are a significant cause of morbidity in these patients over time. And we can uh, uh, really uh, intervene at the earliest beginnings of osteoporosis. We do not recommend bisphosphonates as they have been found to inhibit s activity, and therefore any residual activity patients have uh, will be further reduced and aggravating uh, the rate of progression of ASMD. Physical therapy uh, uh, can aid musculoskeletal pain and improve overall health uh, well-being.